We see graffiti all the time on downtown buildings and various strains. But imagine selling a piece of graffiti for $25.4 million. That's what the artist known as Banksy has done. Disclaimer. The Finding Zeal podcast does not in any way, shape, or form support committing a crime, especially graffiti. <laughs> Don't do graffiti. <laughs> yeah. But we are going to talk about graffiti a little bit because this guy named Banksy has uh, made quite a living doing graffiti. Yeah, we we were trying to brainstorm ideas for who to do the podcast on, and I found this guy Banksy, who's a really interesting character. Dude, his life is a movie. Literally. Like, well, like, kind of just to do a top-down look at him, like, he pretty much just got his start doing graffiti, but, like, being an activist doing it, right? Yeah, he was doing graffiti and also at the same time doing like well i know this is a lot more recently but he did one with like uh people wearing masks or something like that yeah he does he does stuff like current to the yeah political times he's been doing it since the 90s so a while and puts like his spin on it and like reveals some horrible thing about the world or ways that government is handling something wrong like that that is like why he does his art and it's it's really interesting all while not being known at all yeah we yeah that's crazy i do not understand how nobody knows who he is yet he's so famous yeah there's that's so confu- like he has an instagram account yeah with like almost 12 million followers it's it's really interesting because like there's a bunch of theories about who he is but no one I'm sure there's some random like small population that knows who he is because he directed a movie and yeah. How do you, he's that was so one thing many, we we're trying to figure out is how do you direct a movie and nobody knows who you are? Yeah. That doesn't there, make any sense to me. Yeah. There's well, some, there's some theories about it. I spent like 30 minutes trying to f- figure it out and Googling it and reading about it. And I couldn't figure out how that happened. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a group of people. No, that's what they, I was reading or watched and they said one theory was that it was a group of people um, or like the guys in this band, like all of them collectively could be Banksy. So interesting. It's funny, funny thing about it is like it could literally, it's like a a real life Gossip Girl situation. (laughs) I've never seen Gossip Girl. (laughs) Well, in that show, it's like, you know, someone is disguised and sends out a bunch of like pretty much like tweets about people and gossip and like no one knows who it is and they always try to figure it out and it like reveals at the end of the show that's so interesting yeah. i can't i just feel like somebody would make so much or get so much clout by figuring out and exposing it that somebody would would do it you would know? do it just for the clout of exposing who he is yeah I mean, i'm sure people have tried yeah it's so weird and people there have been like pictures and videos of somebody like doing like Banksy doing like a mural or something or like his graffiti and yet he's just like always covered up in like a hoodie and stuff and so nobody knows crazy like you can't identify him yeah he he is like still doing art in like London right now like there was one like last year or something I don't remember that's crazy yeah but Cohen tell us a little bit about his background Okay, so he was born in Bristol, England around 1974. 
believed. Yeah, I don't know how yeah, they would exactly know that, but that's what people think. Because <laughs> we don't even know who it is. So a lot, uh, not a lot of this is speculation. There's like books about him where he talked to like a friend that's an author who wrote about him. That's so, so interesting that there's people that know him. I'm, I'm assuming that that fact comes from that book. So it's mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. Probably should have double checked that, but. And then, um, the main thing is he or used to do his graffiti just as everybody does by like spray painting and yeah. by hand and like, you know, which kind of takes a while. Yeah. But then there's a story about him almost getting caught mm-hmm. and it kind of changed the way that he went about doing his graffiti. Yeah. When he was 18, he was, or this is something he wrote. It says, uh, he was doing like graffiti with some of his mates, because you know, <laughs> he, he says mates because he's from <laughs> Bristol, <laughs> foreign. Um, but they got caught by the cops and ran, and his mates made it to the car, but he didn't make it to the car, and they drove off without him, and so he like crawled under a dumper truck, which I guess is a garbage truck, <laughs> and a was like truck. getting engineered oil leaking all over him and he saw like stencils under uh the fuel tank and decided that he could copy that technique and start using that technique to save a lot of time when doing his graffiti versus you know just actually spray painting it which is just pretty interesting honestly and kind of like why like like where his whole style comes from. Like we can't really show pictures on a podcast, but <laughs> yeah. you know, look up his style and you can see that like, it's pretty evident that he uses like a stencil that he prepares beforehand and probably tests somewhere at his house. And like, he does like paintings too now. And so it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's where he kind of got his style from. Yeah. And then it kind of became super popular. Like he would, he he didn't just do it in Bristol, England. He ended up like traveling to like America and doing some in the U.S. and then doing some uh, at like other popular like tourist like where a lot of tourists would see it. Yeah, and he started like building a name, I guess like a a brand for himself, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so it's so interesting to me that somebody would become popular, like somebody would recognize graffiti art enough for it to become like popular you know yeah it, it it is really interesting but the way he went about it was like putting himself out in like really well-known areas like you're saying or like yeah or like lots of different people would yeah. see it but like for the longest time it's like from what we have deducted deduced same thing i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um it seems like he just did art like for a while like it was just like you know, rats or apes or just random graffiti. And then it seems like um, he started to kind of transition to more like activists or, you know, social commentary and stuff like that in like 2000 um, when he started doing like, you know, different exhibitions. Um, and it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and all the while, you know, he, like 
was was trying to remain anonymous and still is mainly because you know he can't like if he's caught he's gonna have charges against him which is just so interesting you know yeah i i was watching a video before this and they're like great britain has a large amount of fines and like charges against him if it's ever figured out who it is because he's done so much graffiti Mm -hmm. but honestly he's probably made so much money he could just pay it no problem but (laughs) yeah it's it's like he uh like now he's so reputable reputable that like honestly they might just remove him i I wouldn't be surprised you know because like it might be considered artist you know like he's allowed to do that (laughs) yeah it might be considered like in honor for the like city to have that graffiti well yeah something i found really interesting is like 50 of his most famous works are like graffiti that was in london that was pictured and supposedly like only like 10 of them still exist and the rest of them like have been taken down have been like whitewashed or like removed i mean yeah so he's definitely trying to get rid of graffiti especially if it's I'm sure those 10, though, are, like, really famous. Like, probably, like, they won't remove them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like they won't either, especially because of how big he is. Yeah. But, Um, yeah, like, an interesting story from, like, when he was kind of starting up is he, like, his first London exhibition. I actually don't know what that word means, but some art-related. Um him and some friend, fellow street artists, it says, um, hung up like a decorator sign outside of like a tunnel where they wanted to do um, their graffiti that they had like stolen off of like some building site. And they put on like overalls to like make it look with the decorator sign to make it look all official and painted the walls white. And then, uh, you know, started like working on the, graffiti or artwork whatever you would call it um and just like got it up really quickly and just got out of there as soon as possible and then like later that week they had an opening party for the artwork that was on the wall and had like a van there playing music and like 500 people turned up (laughs) wait wait, so they pretended to be like people covering up graffiti yeah or not, not i don't think it was i don't know if it was supposed to be people covering up graffiti Maybe just people painting a wall or something. Yeah. Maybe people. It's it's like that. Have you seen those videos of like walk in with a ladder? Yeah. You can get in in anywhere with a ladder or something. Yeah. If you act like you know. Two guys walk in with a huge ladder into the movie theater and like nobody asks them. (laughs) That's that's exactly the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I I thought that was pretty funny. You know, like they, like a lot of what this guy It seems so organized. It's like organized crime, but for art. Yeah. And like so, kind of harmless, you know. It's it's just so weird that nobody knows who he is. It's like he has a whole team of people helping him. You're so like stuck on that. <laughs> I just can't understand how it's 2022 and we don't know who he is. Yeah. Like how he's direct. Anyways, we've already talked about it, but <laughs> just gonna get like how do a... how do people even credit him with the graffiti? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think he takes credit most of the time or like explains. I guess he does through his social media now, Mm -hmm. especially, but before then. Yeah. I'm not sure. I wish we could have figured that out before we started this. (laughs) 
Well, dude, it doesn't seem like there's anything really about him. <laughs> yeah, there's not a ton about him. There is the some parts from the book that was written about him by... Also, I'm sure if we watch the movie, we might figure out a little bit that he made. But I think I read that it's pretty boring. He he made a movie, directed a movie called Exit Through the Gift Shop. Yeah. Um. And I think it was about... Um, it was supposed to be like a, I guess it's a documentary, maybe not really a movie. It's like a documentary film about somebody who's like selling out. Was that the deal? They're like an artist who moved to LA and then um, just kind of like started instead of being primarily focused on like doing art, they became primarily focused on just like selling and making money. Yeah, that's I've I've heard that people like have talked about the movie and been like it's kind of like hypocritical. Yeah, cuz I I read that too. That it was kind of hypocritical cuz he ended up selling. Yeah, he makes a ton of money from his art nowadays. Yeah, yeah, he's like millions. Yeah. And he's like I mean, he's still definitely about like tearing all that down, you know, getting rid of this capitalist agenda and all that. Like he has some interesting political views. Um, he's definitely all about getting rid of that because, you know, the big, like Banksy had like a lot of, um, like kind of breakout things in the early two thousands, but like the most like notable thing that he's done in recent memory is like what he did. I think it was 2018. Do you remember 2019? Maybe I think it was, um, 2018, 2018. He had a famous, print called girl with a balloon which was i believe based off of um some graffiti art from 2005 um oh 2006 sorry um but it was like a really famous print famous piece of art and he was selling it at an art auction i believe it was him selling it do you know maybe not well it was he got the money for it i don't think he i don't know if he was there yeah but before this had happened he had put a shredder in the, in the frame in the frame of the painting or print and the second it sold it sold for 1.4 million dollars the shredder activated and the painting came through the bottom like shredded halfway and stopped and so half the paintings fine half the paintings shredded and everyone was just like there's a video of it it's really yeah. interesting yeah everyone's kind of just in awe as it happens and it's like you know, obviously everything that an artist does is, you know, a metaphor, some kind of symbolic meaning. And it's kind of like, you know, this is pointless. I, I don't support selling art almost, you know, that that's what he lives by. Um, and, and then it went up yeah. and it's worth like 25 million now. <laughs> yeah. So. It's really funny because, you know, it's worth even more because it's half shredded and yeah. it's iconic after it was shredded. It ended up selling for, and then we read a funny story of a guy who dollars. tried to shred uh, his own he had a Banksy piece and he tried to shred part of it in hopes that it would go up in value yeah and it didn't <laughs> yeah and it didn't even it didn't just like anything. ruined it he just shredded a piece of Banksy Banksy artwork <laughs> which is really funny but that's, that's so crazy that he, he just had the fourth like he was able to get even get that done mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I feel like that's so like kind of complicated to accomplish especially if you're an, an anonymous dude <laughs> Well, like 
the way people like talk about Banksy is he's like super um like he's a control freak um like he like has to know exactly everything and like i mean like that's how he's still anonymous you know like yeah honestly i'm sure most of the people like that may know his identity like he had them sign an nda or something like that you know so they couldn't go to the press without you know some kind of repercussion legally yeah which is you know so interesting i bet it's a group of people that i feel like it has to be who knows we can't get into all the conspiracy theories it's not the point of this episode (laughs) yeah but like i mean i'm sure we can go more into like a bunch of his different art pieces but yeah another story that that was interesting is he sold he pretended to sell like he pretended just to be like an average artist and wasn't in new york yeah, and he was selling York. pieces of paint, like paintings that he did on the street, for sixty dollars a piece, and he sold eight of them or something. Yeah, eight for sixty bucks. Eight for sixty bucks. Only eight people bought, and then, like later, they found out it was him. It was Banksy, and like those pieces of art are worth like way more than sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, someone sold one of them for like. 30,000 or something just to like a random small little thing that they bought for 60 bucks. And it's so funny cause there's probably a ton of people that like just have that hanging up somewhere and don't even realize it's a famous artist cause they bought it for 60 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I would have never found, if I would have been the person who bought it, I would have never found out. Cohen might have it right now. And yeah, he has wait, maybe no clue. Is this what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just oh my gosh. Right that's, here. Yeah. that's Banksy as a child. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the uh, Last Supper picture we have hanging in our wall that we got our garage sale for free is a Banksy. <laughs> He's part. Literally. It could, <laughs> it could be one of the listeners' houses right now and no clue that is a Banksy. It's just so cool. I feel like there needs to be a movie made about him because it's just so, like, I don't know, like, kind of mysterious. Yeah. So mysterious. That's what it is. And pretty much to, like, sum up his artistic career he's been in like like he's done paintings he's done graffiti he's done prints he's done i think he's done uh, i don't want to say that but like he's done all these things and every time he does something it has like a meaning you know like one of his famous most famous like pictured arts is like a homeless person that is holding a sign with a cup in front of him that says keep your change or it says keep your coins i want change you know or you know just like random different things that have metaphorical meanings and that's like the whole premise of his artwork or her it's a guy actually <laughs> i know that for sure <laughs> don't yeah <laughs> that's funny how do you how dare you assume josh that it's a dude yep <laughs> but no, I'm, kidding, I'm pretty sure in the they, books and stuff they they talk about it but yeah. um, <laughs> like all of his artwork is has some kind of meaning which is really interesting and then you know there's also the interesting tidbit that he's remained anonymous for 30 plus years now while doing s- stuff that's so monumental and supposedly people have talked about this is ushering in a whole new age of art because he like made it very popular and modern to do this graffiti style 
you know, kind of art as well. Um, and so kind of some like, you know, some key takeaways that we got from this is like, you know, Banksy was just a regular, I don't know. We, I guess we can't super talk to his background, but he was just a regular guy who was doing graffiti and, you know, figured out a way to like be the change that he wanted to see in the world. Yeah. Use that to spread the message they wanted to spread and make a living, honestly, which is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he has a normal, maybe not normal, but he has somewhat of a, like other career. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure. He could be, you know, he could be my dad. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Bill. Bill's Banksy. <laughs> yeah. He's just been living a double life. Was he born in 1974? No. Dang it. That's what we need to do is make a list of all the people born in 1974. <laughs> Find out who has at least a million dollars. There can't be that many people born in 1974 who's a millionaire. You are so stuck on this for some reason. Dude, it just feels like something that should be figured out. <laughs> I feel like just not enough people care. Like the people that would care about this or the well, people there's that would 12 fig- million people that follow him on Instagram. The people that would figure this out don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. The people that care about art think it's cool that he's anonymous. Yeah. And they're like, let's protect it. But then the people that don't really care about art that much would probably be the ones to be like, we need to expose them. Yeah. <laughs> you, AKA you. <laughs> I just think it'd be, well, I guess it wouldn't really be cool, but yeah. I'm sure we'll figure out like right before he dies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it, it like people speculate that the second it's revealed, his artwork would be worth way less. Yeah. I think that's part of it because there, there is a thing where like most, the, the most famous painters like artists were not famous whenever they were actually alive. It's yeah. like after they're dead and like gone, then their work becomes famous. Yeah. This is, this is his way of like, you know, kind of being dead, dead before he's dead. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, pretty smart. <laughs> very, very smart. If he did it intentionally, which, you know, he could have. And I feel like it kind of gives the, uh, or I feel like he won't ever expose himself because I feel like a lot of artists like, I feel like artists like him are very much a fan of like the tragedy or like the, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't know what, what it is exactly. Like, that I'm thinking. like never revealing. Yeah. Like that would be his last art piece of artwork, you know? Like, yeah, the, the story of like, I guess the story of a tragedy where it's like he put in all of this effort all and this never work, got anything out of it. He came so, and I mean, that's he what got, he definitely got wants the it. glory for. Yeah. But he never got the glory. He was never famous. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he wants name, the, he wants the glory for never getting the glory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that the, the glory and the tragedy of like falling on your own sword, basically. And never be it never being known who Banksy was. Yeah. Very interesting. What's a what's another key takeaway we had going? Um, I mean, we kinda of talked about it already, but like using your passion to like be change that you want to see or like we all have stuff that, you know, we're passionate about, but maybe it doesn't align with um, you know, like how we want to change and affect and like leave a mark on the world like mm-hmm. you know you could be passionate about playing Fortnite. <laughs> maybe you don't feel like that really aligns with uh you you wanting to help homeless people uh-huh. <laughs> but you know maybe getting a little creative in you know 
uh, maybe doing a Fortnite stream to raise money for homeless people. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's a way to use your yeah, passions. Yeah, that's what to, I'm trying to say. <laughs> to change the world for the better, which is, I'm sure, a goal that all of us have. You know. Yeah, I think everybody wants to like impact. Yeah, make an impact, and I think that's how a lot of people get through life and get through their jobs too. Because I mean, it's really hard to just be working. Like, say you're working at McDonald's, or you're even just working like an office job. Mm-hmm. it's easy to feel like man me going and crunching numbers in excel sheet you know i might be making like a good amount of money but what am i really doing you know is this yeah. fulfilling for me you know is this fulfilling is this helping is this being a net positive for the world mm-hmm. you know <laughs> um and so i think in a lot of ways if it's not it's maybe not really the job i think it's just how we um, perceive our job and how we use what we get from that job so i think money so i think like say if you work in an office like and you make a lot of money that's great and maybe directly you're not like you're helping out your company but you're not really maybe helping out you don't really see the tangible results of who you're helping yeah but maybe with that money you can help others you mm-hmm. know by being generous in your giving being generous in your giving to the church being generous in your giving to you know strangers or homeless people you know you can show love and be a positive force in the world that way or maybe it's a little bit more direct maybe you spend like start a nonprofit or something like that or you know spend your weekends just helping out because i mean you don't have to start something yeah you don't have to like start a nonprofit or start or be the person going on missions to be the person to be like helping you know Mm -hmm. because there needs to be people that just like like for church, for example, Support there needs to be people them. who are just welcome people at the doors, you know, and they just serve on Sunday and that's it. Yeah. You know, there needs to be people that like not everybody is to be the pastor of the church. Not everybody is to be the missionary, but there needs to be people to fund the church and fund those like missionaries and mission trips. Mm-hmm. And that requires people who, I mean, quite honestly, make a good amount of money. <laughs> yeah. You know, cause like, I don't know. It's so, Yeah. I think there's ways to do that. And obviously Banksy figured out like his aligned pretty well. And he, he was able to use his art to communicate messages and happened to make a lot of money kind of doing it. Yeah. And like, <laughs> which is a little weird, but the, the, the last thing that we kind of had was like combine your passions. And like, that's what kind of Cohen's been saying this whole time is, you know, obviously Banksy's passionate about making like an impact on society and like, implementing social change and supporting those that he wants to support and using his art to send a message and he well he did that by using his art like something else that he's passionate about like making graffiti and making art and making a movie and doing all these things that are really interesting to him but then also implementing that aspect of you know down with capitalism and all of that things that he believed at the same time yeah so combine combine your passions it's it's very interesting like that he was able to put two messages it's like there's a surface level of Mm -hmm. the painting and then it's like the deeper meaning but i definitely don't think we should get rid of capitalism personally (laughs) that that is how he he thinks as well though or that's how he thinks yeah no yeah he is He's an interesting fellow or group or woman. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, you, you clearly thought it wasn't a woman earlier. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's what it says in the articles, so that was what I was going with. Yeah, based on the articles and the books and the, I don't know. Banksy, if you're listening to this and you're a female, I truly, truly apologize. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, man, I don't, I, I'm still shocked that I never heard about this guy until basically today. Yeah, and you're so shocked that no one knows who he is. I'm so shocked. (laughs) I think this episode is so evident that that is something that has blown you away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You only talked about it 12 times. Anyways, um, it's been Cohen. It's been Josh. And thank Thank you you for for listening listening to Finding Zeal. Zeal.